he's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. He cold topped it. Okay. Ready to go. Yeah. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. He joins here by Kevin and Mark. How are we, mate? <laughs> it just feels wrong, that, doesn't it? Does, it? Start it? again, start again. No, start no, again. go on, you've done it now. Crack on. Okay. How are we? That's the last time I'm ever doing that. I, know, I like yeah. to be the Kevin and Mark person. <laughs> <laughs> See the way you kept to Kevin and Mark, though? You did. Well, that, as you should. How are we? Fucking had a great day there. You have? Yeah, I was caddying for um, David in one of the PJ events. Yeah, PJ North events. How's it go? Is that what they're called? Yeah. It was, oh, unbelievable. Went there, it was at a Hailston Hall and turned up. Every single person I was speaking to, I'm like, oh, I'll do a podcast with the Bogey Boys. Like, oh, is that you? you know oh, this? I know you. I famous? know you, yeah. And I was like, famous, yeah. Fucking David Shackley, he won. Legend. So, like, he, obviously, a friend of the podcast was sitting there chilling with him, had a beer, and we were all just talking and just having a bevy. And like, he was just shouting everyone over and like talking, like, this, you know, he's got a podcast, blah, blah. And it was just like, felt like I'm a celebrity, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to, I went to Formby all straight after because David had to get back to um, give a few lessons out I was talking about like trying to get a lesson off Mike Kansky like, at Formby all speaking to how much is he how much is he and then um, the lad goes well why don't you ask Phil he's there and I was like Hi, Phil. I well, started talking Phil to Phil Kenyon. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I've had a few pints and I'm, I'm right into him, getting his phone number saying, You come on the podcast, we'll do a film, we'll film a lesson and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, Sound. He's going to come on. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Ladies. I know, it'd be good that one. Yeah, be a boss one, I think. Yeah. Because he was, I was talking to him about, we had um, Justin Parsons on as well. What was he saying? And he was, yeah, he's like, Yeah, well, obviously, he knows Justin very well. And well, stuff, he's, got, and he's at the Sea Island the same performance Institute center, sort yeah. of thing, yeah. So. It was just boss. It was just a boss day connecting and networking. And, and then, like, obviously, my girlfriend was like, Oh, do you think you're a celebrity now, do you, or whatever? And I was like, Not a celebrity, but like, <laughs> I felt I, like, very, very close. Like, I was like, No, nah, but, but in all honesty, what it made me feel was dead proud of the work that me and you were doing and the, yeah, and yeah. the work that we're putting in. It's getting recognized around, like, the P the PGA With level professionals, yeah. and then into like because I know for a fact if we went to like the Euro Pro or we went to any of these events now people will know who we are yeah of course and yeah. it, it, it gave me a real sense of like proudness of like the thing that we've created and the thing that we're doing that we're getting recognition for it well we said that didn't we we said as soon as we start these professional routes the idea is to help these people out we can't personally help them but what we can do is provide a platform to ensure that pros who've been there done that can help them and, oh, exactly. And, and yeah. give them that, give them that steer in the right direction. So we've already had feedback by quite a few people, haven't we? Saying how much the podcast helping them and, and steering their directions and their journey about what they want to do when they're t- making that transition. So I can't wait to get to the events. Yeah. So no, Shaq Lady, Shaq Lady on form won, won the tournament. Shaq Lady, well, yeah, oh, yeah, he ends up winning, shooting two. He said the grind of the score. I, I sat down. He's having, he's having a pint there, and he's sitting there, and then every single one of his stories. It just involved him getting shit faced, and I know we're trying to inspire the next generation, and that, but like <laughs> he inspires me, so can I? You know? like, and then your mate, um, Peter, Peter Scott, Scott yeah. he come over and he was like in there, and they, they were just like a double act. He reminded me like me and you, really. Yeah, they're great together. Yeah, yeah. And they they were talking blah blah, and I was like, well, hang on then, Peter. Like, why don't the Bogey Boys take on you two, our fellas? Right. No, and then, and then I was like, no. In fact, actually, me and David will take on the S and A boys. So Are you, you fucking straight, eh? You've got Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I'll take Pete all day. That's it. My golf this week, 16 points front nine. So for me, you know, it was 23, Flying, yeah. 23 over. Yeah, yeah. Three, four over gross it was. Uh, made a little two on eight. You know, it's a, it's a seven iron to about two foot. Thought it was near as the pin for that all, but it wasn't. It was 10 and 13. And then I started the back nine. We were playing Stableford. Um, blob, 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 pa, blob. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm on the fifteen. Ten? I'm on the fifteen T, and I've only got eighteen points. <laughs> <laughs> so slowly brought me back down to where I needed to be. How are you I just couldn't ten? get it off the tee. And four of those holes, I just lost the ball off the tee. I don't know what it was. Maybe a few bottles after nine, because um, it was for one of the lads at the golf club. It was for his sixtieth. Ah, right. So we put he put a he put a tournament on for everybody. We all went out, played, had a good time. Um, and he put prizes on and everything, and there was a few beers after nine in the hut. And then after that, I just, I don't know, my head just fell off. Right, so I'm going to ask you again. How did you blob 10? <laughs> it was forward tees as well. It was only a wedge. 130 yard pitch and wedge. <laughs> I pulled it to the gorse bush on the left. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Lost ball. Fucking hell. <laughs> I know. It wasn't my best. It wasn't oh. my best. But to be fair, that was fresh off a very fast full can of bud and half can of bud. Oh, so, so you would, oh, that's what then. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. We'll take that, yeah. We'll take that. Yeah. Well, I've got an exact opposite story that for my own golf, because on Saturday, um, I was standing there and I looked at this lad and I said, look, on the 13th tee, I said, you're not going to get a cape and you're not going to get no sort of badge, but if you run over that hill there to the Sparrow Walk, which is like behind Formby Hall, and grab, get beers out of the bar, you will be a hero. <laughs> and he went Not all heroes wear capes. No, exactly, yeah. And he fucking ran off, ran over the hill and just come back with four San Miguel. Did and, he? and I shot level and he shot one over from, from there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was coming off five bogeys on a spin. There you go. <laughs> Playing, Some... have you ever played bogey? I think I remember it. Is it where you play against the course? Yeah, match play against the course. Go on, yeah. remind me what it is. Like, literally, it's been a while. you go out and you play match play against the course wherever you get a shot. If you par it, then you you win the hole. If you make a birdie, you win the hole. If you make a bogey, then you lose the hole. Right. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 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 all right, and you you can you've got match play mindset, but at the same time, I didn't have match play mindset. I was like, although it's still match play against the course, I still want to shoot my gross score. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I always have my gross score in my head, even though I had a put for a par, which is for like the half basically. So it just like that's only for the half, and I was like. Well, not so really normally a, you go give it a go because for yeah, the yeah, but not, I was like, not really. I want to two put it to get me, bogey. get me bogey. Yeah, me? I don't bogey want to be boy, aren't you? At the end of the day, well, exactly. Yeah, you're more taking on the title of bogey boy, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're mixing it with the pros now. You'll be <laughs> on the no, bird, honestly, Birdie Boys podcast next honestly, year. Man, a couple of people that I spoke to and I give the name, they all went, oh, "That catchy name, that isn't it?" Bogey boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. But um, what? Um, what another thing? I know we're gonna bum Shack Lady a little bit on this episode, but um. He told me about this place in Ormskirk, like a, a golfing simulator place, and the fellas built it like behind the florist, charges £20 an hour, and you can go in and you can play all these courses, and he's got the like Skytrack or the Trackman or whatever he's got hooked up to a high-powered gaming laptop. So it's not just through a projector where it looks like a projector, it's a high-powered, like so it's like a video game. And like he was saying that, like he played the 17-foot Sawgrass, they were hitting it on, and every bounce is the same. He said they played Augusta, um, on like one of the, on the thirteenth hole, like the the par five, 
and he said he was like there's not even a grandstand there but on the green there is and like this fella hit it long of, of the 13th of augusta and the game makes him chip out sideways but it's dead real you can see the poles on the thing and everything right so i said around the grandstand around the grandstand yeah like that's not a, that's <laughs> no actually not a, that's not a uh, selling point of the simulator <laughs> like but that's just a bit of crack but he told us to get in touch with him like say he said and and um it's like obviously as i said then 20 pounds an hour we'll go and have we'll a few reviews yeah. and, and play see how see what it's about and that's it what's it called <laughs> don't know <laughs> <laughs> His name's Howard, anyway. Okay, Howard. Yeah, let's go and uh, let's go and see Howard, and let's have eighteen holes, have a few bees. We get some videos, and that's it. We'll yeah. put, it on, put it on the socials, and if anyone anyone local can go and have a game themselves, if you like what they see. Well, yeah. Well, and presumably came out there getting a few videos when it, when I was speaking to Kenyon, I was like, well, I gotta put on this, and I'll film it like for the bogey boys, and we'll we'll do that and all this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not too interested in the filming part. <laughs> He's like, just, pay, want to be on just the, on pay me, the... me to, he's paying me 250 quid an hour. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, no, he's a legend, Phil Kenyon. You're trying yeah. to get some discounts I to said, get him on our socials. No, no, what I said to him was, I said, if you'd want to listen to the podcast, listen from this moment home because we've been slating you the other weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, not so much you, just Tommy, but you're Tommy's coach. So <laughs> he was laughing his head off, you know. Brilliant. What a man. He was great, man. Also, a great day, yeah. Bit of, oh, a, bit of networking for great the Bogey day. Boys pod. Yeah, and as I say, like, obviously, we were chatting loads of other stuff, and like, they, they, oh, loads of lads that were around there, they were boss, like, um, the lad Hayden. Hayden, yeah, you're on him. Yeah, no Hayden. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I met him. James Howarth, who, who um, David was paired up with. Yeah. Was, was there and his brother and they said they'll come on the pod Hayden said they'll come on the pod brilliant and just like it was just like the P, one of the PGA Tour officials drove up from the buggy and like looked at me and was like how's the podcast going I was like sounds yeah <laughs> who was that um, John Payne oh Payne yeah, Payne, yeah, yeah I, know, know. I know John very well yeah yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't on him so like, to me it was just yeah, it's quite close to John at my school, Oh, was yeah? he? Yeah, well, that's yeah, why. Yeah. That's how he must know it. Yeah, but like he just drove up, and I was like, oh, "It's sad." Yeah, like, yeah. I went to the who's that? <laughs> but yeah, but <laughs> no, as I looked at him, lad, obviously you don't yeah. recognise. They just look like officials, don't they? In the yeah, yeah. PJ Tour. So what's he doing there? He, um, don't know. You know, he must something be something with the, PGA, something North, with the yeah. PGA. Yeah, because they were all in the same like like waterproof jackets and that. Yeah, brilliant. So. Like I, w- I wish you were there to like to see the the recognition that we were getting and like how proud like I felt. Oh, no, well done, lads! I'm yeah. I'm proud of you for getting out there and doing a bit. That's it, man. I, listen, as soon as I, I I'm not carrying again unless I've got full bogey boys clothes on. With <laughs> 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 a podcast sticker on my head. <laughs> You've got some stickers. You just have to throw them on. That's you. it. That's <laughs> it. But uh, any other um, current affairs? No. You got any? You know what? I've got a mad one. You know. Go on. So. Titleist a counter suing Costco. What? <laughs> what for? Well, because Costco Co- have been doing a bit of a golf range. I'm assuming it's well, Costco, with that. yeah, Costco sued Titleist because Titleist said that the Pro V1 was the same as the Kirkland ball, so they sued them for like whatever defamation or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, and it had nothing to do with any of the patents in the Pro V. So now Titleist are counter suing back, saying that ten of the patents actually cross. And like the the Kirkland ball is the same as the Pro V. Oh, so if they just kept the mouth shut and took it as a compliment, they'd have been fine. Yeah, well, like, I, I don't know. I only read a few lines of it. it got a bit, got a bit dry for me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just legal jargon. I know that. Like that's what's happening. It's a strange one, that isn't one, it? Yeah. yeah. Do you it. like a Kirkland though, don't you? Well, obviously, I've been using it. Yeah, it's yeah. Off. You like? Are they nice? Yeah. Well, yeah. I watched the video, didn't I? Of that fella that said, um, "Is the Pro V dead?" 
and then done all the spin rates, all the yardages, everything with his seven iron wedge and driver with the Pro V and the Kirkland, and there was like minimal difference. And what are you what are you paying for a a, a box of Kirklands? Well, you're paying thirty five quid. No, twenty four quid for twenty four. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh wow. So got a pound the ball. Where does the Pro V's are forty quid a dozen? Do you know what I mean? I don't know where I'm going next then because I lost six balls in the back nine last week. It's a my this this fella. And they were all brand new Pro V's. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> That's twenty five quid. Like. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Well, this lad at the golf club there, I think he's recently just started listening to the podcast as well. Robbie Ryan, his name is, and he's like, lad, I watched that YouTube video, you know. And I went out and bought 750 Kirklands. <laughs> I was like, you're <laughs> sick, man, you know. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been mixing it with the pros. There's plenty of professional events on this week. Where there was, yeah. Look we forward re- to. yeah. We reviewed Should we start um, at a very, very cold Austria? Yeah. For the European Tour. Yeah. John Catlin wins for the third time in less than 12 months. I know. Only had 13 starts and won three times now. In a, um, a sudden death playoff. Five holes. I know, it wasn't very fucking sudden, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fuck me, no. Yeah, me. <laughs> we did mention, though, that it was going to be a difficult track. Three over was good enough to make the cut this week. Yeah, well, it, we, it was more the cold and the weather that we thought was going to play a factor, I felt we? cold just watching them, you know? I know. They all had the mitts on and um, the snoozers on and the woolly hats. It was just... You know, when we're sitting here and it's roasting outside and pretty, there's never normally many times when you look at the British weather and think I'd rather be here. Support that I know, but still, yeah. It was a good showing. Richard Mansell had a good showing yeah, over the did, first yeah. couple of days. He did, yeah. He was in a good position. Was he four under going into the weekend and then 273s? He ends up finishing tied 28th in the end. Yeah. I know, bit of a disappointment for Lee Slattery there, with, withdrawing after the like four holes yeah. in the second round. What did he say? Did, he was said he, um, he was speaking to Big Hayd at the uh, at the golf club there, and he reckons it was his wrist was clicking. Got to be careful with that, haven't you? Mm. So he, he thought careful. if he was going to miss the course anyway, he just thought, don't make it worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not there this week, so maybe it's a well, exactly. prolonged it must injury. Be the same sort of thing, but yeah. The problem is like. I gave him that did some CBD, didn't I, last week? To the golf say, for CBD. Yeah, golf for CBD. I yeah. said, don't be using the discount code, Boggy Boys 15 or not. And I said, yeah, 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 I'll give it to you for free, you know what I mean? Here's your drops, here's your uh, capsules, blah, blah, this is what you do. And then I seen he'd retired, and I was like, oh, my God. Thank God it's not CBD-related. Like, everyone knows it's 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 a really good product. Yeah. And then I'm thinking about giving him some balm. You know, the, the balm to rub on his, yeah. on his wrist and on the Definitely affected area. Because yeah. I rub it on my knees, and it's... It does well, doesn't I've it? Ru- I rub it on my back. I struggle with my back. It yeah. goes really stiff, and I and I think it's amazing. Yeah, well, it's fair. like that Daniel Gorm was saying. He uses it as a moisturizer. Yeah, on his face, yeah. on his face, and, and yeah. all over. So to relieve the stress. Yeah, yeah. Like why not? We spoke there about Richard Mansell. Um, Baldwin made the cut as well. Yeah, on the number, but then Gandhi and Ewan j- just missed the cut. But it was a good return for uh, former world number one Martin Kiner. Yeah, looking it was. F- looking for that win and. Um, just a very, very poor start on the Sunday. He started bogey, par, double. Three over, three, three, and that was him done. But do you know what? I've been reading this book, and let me just get you the name of it, because I've since forgotten. It's called Mind Game, The Secrets of Golf Winners by Mal- Michael Calvin and Thomas Bjorn. Yeah. And it's the, it starts off with Bjorn giving, talking to himself in the mirror about like who he is and what he wants to become and, and what's going on. Talks about Robert Carlson. It goes into the Shambo, Eddie Pepperell, like all these ma- like boss like mind their mindset. And yeah. talks about Martin Kimer's mindset. And he's like, I was twenty five years old, I was world number one. 
And I shouldn't have been. This the Augusta story? Yeah, he changed yeah. the swing. We changed the swing. Yeah. And he said, the only person that isn't bothered that I tried to change my swing to it's a draw and win the Masters is me. He's like, I am the only person that's not bothered. Wow. Everyone else seems to be bothered. Yeah, I'm bothered. Everyone is. <laughs> and he went, and I'm also, I'm remembered for me rather cup put, but I've won two majors. I've been well number one, and everyone talks about the six footer to win the Ryder Cup. Yeah, Miracle and Madonna. And then Thomas Bjorn, because obviously he's the Ryder Cup captain, yeah. he's saying, like, you are more remembered for the team efforts than your individual wins, and that's why your individual losses don't matter at all. No one remembers them. Yeah. No one cares. Nobody cares. That was a great book. Anyone, that, anyone listening, they should just definitely, definitely download that. I've only five chapters in. Brilliant. Great. I will. I'll have a little go with that. But yeah, so just saying about Martin Carmel, like, as you even you've just said, then former world number one, like he doesn't care about that. No. And that's how much, like that's how much he's not asked. Wow. Mad. He just concentrates on what's coming next. Yeah, exactly. Living in the moment, p- positivity, and just being there. Being there. And in that's the that's that's the way he and he's a happier person for that than, yeah. than when it all matters and when he when he cares. But you can see that, but just obviously without reading that book and, and knowing what, what's going on with, with his mindset, he started there bogey par double, as I've just said, and he still shoots under par for that round. Exactly. All four rounds in the 60s. Exactly. So obviously he's not won. I think he comes third or fourth. I can't quite remember where he finished in the end. But, yeah. um, you know, you know, a, a lot of players, you'd think a lot of players start like that, I would think, oh, there's my chances gone, gone. negativity sets yeah, in. But gone, lads, I yeah. suppose you saying that now, you can see it, why. It, it, well, it reiterates what I've just said, doesn't yeah. it, really? Because you can tell. It, Resets. It, exactly. If someone gets angry and gets pissed off and then they go birdie par double or whatever, then, although they go bo- whatever it was, it could go triple bogey, 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 do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it spirals out of control, negative. Yeah. Whereas he's solid in the moment. He knows he's got the ability, he knows he can make birdies. Yeah. Trust his swing, trust his coach, trust his putting. Yeah. And just, it is what it is. Yeah. Not knowing that he's been to world number one is enough to, to let you know that you can do it, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So, I'm winning majors and things. But, but, that, but and like if you can call on that strength to be like, I was world number one, like I, I know I can do it. Or if some people could do it the other way and be like, I used to be number one. Oh my God, I used What's to be number one. What's happened to me? Yeah. Like I, I, I should I think be some winning some Rory's. That's maybe a Rory mindset. Yeah, I reckon it is. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Looking back at where he used to be and where yeah. he is now, and getting himself in a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like Thomas Bjorn said, if you were world number one and you slipped to world number one hundred, instead of aiming to try and get back to world number one, which is a long term goal, yeah, put that there. But your immediate goal needs to be to be better than number ninety nine. Beat him. Then you go to number ninety eight. Beat him. And and. There's a ladder, yeah, to get back up. It's yeah. like Tiger Woods. I suppose if you down. want it, I suppose if you want it too fast and you're thinking to get there too quick, then you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Exactly, aren't you? yeah. Like Tiger Woods fell from world number one to world number like thousands, thousand odd, yeah. and like he still believed he was number one, but he wasn't thinking, oh my god, I need to be world number one again. He's thinking, right, steps ahead, beat these guys, and just work your way back up, and like. Get there there's eventually. Own, there's a, you've only ever got the present moment, haven't you? That's, yeah. that's all that there is, do you know what I mean? 100%. 100%, so, yeah. It's like this, that mindset book. It's so sick. I really, I, I'd invite you, everyone to listen to it. I've got, like, I'm only five chapters in, but it's serious, serious knowledge. Like, serious good. Yeah. No, I'll have to download that. Do you get that on the Audible? Audible, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get yeah, that. Man. But going back to the Austrian Open then, uh, you mentioned there uh, Martin Keimer. Uh, it was only him and Catlin who, who shot all rounds in the 60s, so it just shows how difficult it was. And then a couple of statistics there, strokes gained, tee to green, 
It was led by the eventual winner, Catlin. He missed 17 greens all week, but got up and down 14 times, which just shows you Sick how important that. the scrambling Mate. was around there because yeah. you're not going to hit every green and par's a good score. Um, in similar fashion, the guy that he beat in the playoff, um, Maxim, Maximilian, Kiefer. Max Kiefer, yeah. Mm. Uh, I've seen his putting technique. When he reads his putts, goes down on all fours and like, but not not like Camilo Villegas used to. But he goes right down onto the onto the floor in a in a plank position and reads his putts. Uh, take up more energy than Emmett and that, wouldn't it? <laughs> Getting down and back up like doing like doing eighteen <laughs> burpees, isn't it? That's what I mean, yeah. But um, yeah, in similar fashion, he missed twenty greens and scrambled fifteen times, and he was third in strokes gained tee to green. So I think around there, you're getting up and down, you're scrambling well. Um, and you make the few birdies. Obviously, both finished fourteen under par, so just shows that those saves is is what's got them there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's interesting that you talk about um, that Kiefer's putting. Is that his name Kiefer? Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer. Kiefer. Kiefer yeah, German fella. Um, like his putting reading technique. Because two of the lads today that um, David played with, they both walked up. As if they were going to do the point aim yeah. with the feet, you know, to feel the to thing. And, like, the they were look. looking with the fingers and, and, like, like and the thumb and, like, doing the point aim technique. I was saying to David, I was like, sure. I remember Finno telling me about it, that you need a level. So, unless they've been out before with the level, I don't think they had one of the lads was... He, he had a good few three puts and a good few missed short puts and his long puts were short. Like, it, was, it wasn't a good... You know my feeling on it? Yeah, I've told you my feeling yeah. on that aim point. I just point aim. I can't. I can never remember what it's called. Whatever but it's called. Yeah. Whatever it's called. But I just don't. I just. I mean, I know there's a there's a science to it, and DJ's won it. Won the Masters with it, so it's not. It it, it can work. But I just think it's just too complex. It's just like go back to just looking at the contours and the green and visualizing the ball going in the hole. Pick an intermediate target. Line yourself up and stroke the thing. Oh yeah. Well, one thing you simplify putting, then. It just makes it so much easier. You start thinking about, right, how, what, how do my feet look? Let me do this with my fingers. Let me do this with my thumb. Let's go around the back of the hole. For one, it slows play up because it takes ages. Yeah. They haven't got green books, so they can never be sure anyway. There's no green books on them PJ North events. Unless I'm wrong, there's not. No, 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 no. no. So, so they, they're never going to be exact. So just take a step back. Visualise what, what you think the ball's going to do and... And just just go with it. Yeah, in the in, I know you're you're exactly right, and I, I do believe that it is slow and it is it is a wrong thing. But one thing for me, what I took off what them two were doing, maybe not the 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 three, but because obviously you're not gonna like one two three on the point aim or aim point whatever finger. it is is meant to be the three degrees of the level. Do you know what I mean? So if your okay. level's on three, then that's three, and then three cup things outside the right, that's your aim. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what if your hands are in the right position though? Because well, that's why you, you've got it. There's a there's a there's a method to it. Exactly. But what I did take from these two lads today, which was, I I found personally good for me, is they walk along the line of their put with the feet, feel which way is it left to right or right to left with the feet. And I know you're very good and you can see it, but you've seen me aiming well left, haven't you? Yeah. On a right to left put. Yeah. And you've said to me, "What are you doing there?" And I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm left to right," and you're like, "That's right to left." So I feel like. I might be more of a feel. You put you got because you got different type of learners, haven't you? I reckon I'm more of a feel putter, like yeah, a, touch. than a than a visual. Yeah, because I looked at like David was asking me today, and I was like, yeah, "What do you reckon?" And he's, <laughs> <laughs> and you he's, go first, and he's like, so, "Well, it's obviously right to left," and I'm like, "Yeah, obviously." <laughs> 
<laughs> but I wanted to be positive and like be reassured. Do you know that happens all the time. That you know, do you know when like because I've been playing lately with Danny Jones and Danny's had a few alignment issues that's putting that I've sorted out for him. And we were on a put the other day and he was we had that exact same moments where you'd ask, what's what's this? So I've done the same thing. I said. Well, what is it? And he goes, what, what do you think? And I well, told that's him, it. And I told him, he went, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But <laughs> what, I, what I, what I, like, on one of Dave, David had like a little um, 20 footer up the other par. And then he's like, and he walked off, and I think he was having a word with himself. Like, he was looking at the sky and everything. <laughs> I think he was having a proper, like, oh my God, what am What's I doing? Happening here? Moment. And I walked up the line with my feet, because the lad, copying what the lad had done, um, that Jamie Howard. Yeah. And I, and I done it, and I was like, Wow, yeah, there's more weight. That's and I was and then when I looked and I knew that my weight was going more to the left, I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's right to left that. Yeah, and it, it really helped me. Yeah, so that's another little tip. It is, yeah. I mean, it's it, I suppose when you got flatter greens, it would work because it's difficult to get the contours. But obviously, I'm used to playing links golf all the time, so you've always got big contours. So there's always a big oh, lip yeah, in the green. Hell, anyway. Obviously, everyone, everyone can see a hill. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not walking up fucking Scarfell Pike thinking Jack and this is uphill. Like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm talking subtleties. Yeah, Hill's but all credit to Hurston all today. Like, the, like David got a free like, to let you in on it because we're obviously gonna have to invite you now. <laughs> you say, got, yeah. you got, fucking kept that quiet. You got a free don't even four, play a free, with you. A free four ball. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I was looking for any. Um, if there's any opens there or whatever, because it was boss. Yeah, I love it. Was Hilton, great, yeah. Nick. You know? Yeah, it's always a nice track. I think they should fill the ditches in. Too yeah. many ditches like Formby all used to have, but apart from that, great track. Yeah, it's good, isn't well, it? Well, really good. Yeah, well, let's get the let's get the four ball yeah. booked in whenever. Me, you, Peter Scott and Shaxton, then. Fuck Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, a, it was a good event, the Austrian Open, obviously. No, brilliant. Congrats to John Catlin. His third win in less than 12 months. It's just, it's Is that just... in the world, the world top 50? And he's looking on... Ryder's um, a cup contender. Blah, <laughs> 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 Team America, no, but you don't hardly see that. Do you no, know the Americans coming over to Europe and then obviously dominating? It's like a, it's like a Brooks Kepka, isn't it? Yeah, Brooks he come over, the played the challenge, and then went through, and then he could you go end up flying on the winning majors, all sorts. Yeah, confidence breeds confidence, doesn't yeah. it? But I tell you what, it's not it's not an easy tour to win on the European tour, and he's done three and yeah. three and thirteen starts. It's it's good going. It's just that he needs to break into that PJ tour to start winning some big bucks now, doesn't he? Exactly, and and and. Like I always say, like you can't bet, you will not bet against that. Another thing, how did Tom Gandhi get his European tour? Like he was meant to be going to the Challenge Tour, and now he's going to Gran Canaria. Like how's that come about? Did he missed the cut when he when he went to tour school. Yeah, uh, Q school. Sorry, he he missed his European tour card by one shot. Ah, so yeah. he got a special category. So. You got a full challenge tour card and a special category on the European. Tour so then card. he gets like first reserve. So we get of... certain starts. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, he was booked in to play on, in South Africa on yeah. the challenge tour, which starts this week. Um, but he's got a late call up to get over to Gran Canaria and play. So he's back on the European tour again. But it's just based on categories and who's next in line, really. It's a good job you had that information there, because I freed that through that on the spot there, didn't you? <laughs> But before we get on to the main events on the PJ Tour, let's move on to the ladies. Yeah. Uh, the Lottie Championships. What a tournament. A Lottie of birdies made by uh, Lydia Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> a Lottie. Love it. Wow, is it? Well, so, so, sorry about that. No, so, I, I loved it. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Seven shot victory. But you look at this. Right. You're reading the headlines there. It's like, oh, Lydia Cobb breaks three-year winless drought to claim Lottie Championship. Yeah. Mate, she's 23. 
I know. And she's won 16 times. I know. Like, there's no winless drought about it. It's it's like 17 wins. In it's off to an absolute flyer. Again? Yeah, I know. Like, I know. what the fuck? And it's, you know, you've got to give props where, where it's due to Sean Foley. She's yeah. gone with Tigers, former coach Sean Foley, and, you know, he, he seems to have, have got away because there was, in that three-year gap that we're talking about, there was a lot of controversy because she was sacking coaches, sacking caddies. No... I, remember, I remember telling David to throw a CV in. <laughs> I did. In the bag. I remember saying it. <laughs> like, but, like, in these, they, like, the way, we're sending messages to any anyone on Instagram, aren't we? Like, fancy, you are. Fan, yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> What's happening, Bryson? Love your work. <laughs> Fancy coming on the pod. Fancy coming on the pod. <laughs> but like, 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 that's it though. Yeah. No that anyway. is just like, why not? Unbelievable tournament from her. I mean, she just dominated, didn't she, from start to finish. But yeah. it, it just, you could see it was coming because she had that 10 under on the final day in the Anna Inspiration, yeah, didn't yeah. she, to finish second. And yeah. was, we, had like, we had her on like a 49 watch at one point, didn't we? You did. Yeah, but looking at the, the, the way the LPJ tours started, it seems like it's the... The Nelly Corder Lydia Co show, doesn't it? Well, yeah, Corder, 21 under, flying. Unbelievable again. I know. Yeah, and me, me fact check that we come up with last week, I said she'd finished top 10 in every event. She had one event where she come 28th. Um, but she's had one win. I also one. fact check from last week. Go on. The course, was, I was right on the others. You was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Do you know what, one of the lads at the golf club there, Dan Elmsley, loves the podcast, by the way. He's like, he's, he's like I follow the ladies tour now. I follow Richard Mantle. I follow Brilliant. all these boys. He loves want. it. Like, he, he proper, proper sound fella. And he's like, you really need to start back come, coming on with these fact checks. Any fact checks need to be like, and that's a few times now we've been called we out do, on yeah, that. We do, yeah. We love a fact so check, we but do. we don't ever pull, pull them back in, do we? But I do pull you up, and you do pull me up, but we just don't post it. Yeah, all we the, always, but after we, should, we, we finish need, the show, yeah. We need, a, we need a, like a, a Canva fact check thing where we just bang out them on for every week. But like, week. That's the least we can do, isn't it? You love making work for us every week. I love you, it. Let's do it. But yeah, so... Nelly Corder, one win, one second, two thirds, one tenth, and obviously the 28th. Fourth in the world now. Fucking hell. Nelly Corder, yeah. Uh, and she's obviously she's leading the um, race to the CME Globe, which Lovely. is the equivalent of the, of the FedEx. Uh, right, to, to I'm going to spring in a little quiz on you now. Oh, you do another quiz, are you? No, you, you can do one on me, but I've got a little thing on Lydia Coe. But there's four parts to it, so I thought I might as well ask you the questions. Come on, yeah, let's yeah, let's. So in Lydia Coe's last hundred holes, how many eagles, birdies, pars, and bogeys has she had? What? (laughs) How the fuck am I supposed to know that? Well, (laughs) can I have a clue? Yeah, how many how many eagles do you think she's had? Thirty-one. Thirty-one eagles in a hundred holes. (laughs) Are you messing? Um, ten. One. One. Right, forget the quiz, right? Lydia Coe in her last, <laughs> in her last 100 holes. Yeah, just give this. As I had one, because I'll just... You must 31 be, eagles. What am I on about there? <laughs> <laughs> just realised what I've done there. <laughs> An eagle hell. every three holes. Shut up. Right. In, 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 in Lydia Coe's last 100 <laughs> holes, she has had... One eagle, 39 birdies, 59 pars, and one bogey. Shut up. Yeah. One bogey's a surprise. Uh, that, well, like, that was the point and of that, the whole did thing. Did she have a bogey? She had one bogey this tournament, did she know? Yeah, it must be. Because she hasn't had one in the last 100. 
What a fuck. What a stat that is, lad. That's unbelievable, lad. Isn't it? Lydia Ko is up to 11th in the world, and now she is just behind Nelly Corder in the race to the CMA Globe. Um, what is that? Is it called the CMA Globe? Is that the, the race? The CMA Globe is the tour championship. So you know the way you got the FedEx Cup. That's it. The fact check from last week. Sorry, Jean de Chaffray did not win the FedEx. He won the tour championship. He won the tour championship. Yeah, that last event. Yeah, you said he's never won a PJ Tour event, and I said he has. He won the FedEx, as in like that tournament uh, tour yeah, championships. You, I thought you said he'd won the whole thing. He's won three times as well. Yeah, he? no, no, yes. <laughs> you, were, you. I was okay. right. Go on. We, we, we got some things right. We got some things wrong. We do. And then the only other one it's worth mentioning now we're talking CMA race the CMA Globe is might as well mention MB Park. She's obviously world number two. Uh, she finished second. She's she is someone who's had all um, all top ten so far. She's had oh, one yeah. second, one win, one third, and one seventh. Fucking hell, it's consistency in it. Unbelievable. Yeah. So she's third in the race to CMA Globe. So you got one, two, three there. So definitely. The ones to watch, the ones in top form this year is Nelly Corder, Lydia Coe and Imbi Park. Definitely be watching them and obviously Patty Tavitanikas. I, yeah. I was telling um, Jack Leary what you bet. What did he say? And he was like, fuck it, no, I don't want to hear things like that. Yeah. Stuart Sink. It's only the second player to be the two-time winner on the PJ Tour to go alongside Bryson this year. All with his son on the back. I know. And Four shot win. And when, when was the last time he even won before this year? Like 2009, the Open? Maybe. Maybe. He's won the Safeway, didn't he? At the beginning of the season, the yeah. transitional period after the FedEx, and then he's won this one today. So this season, he's won two. That's what I mean, but before that, I think his last win was the Open, was it? Fact check. Fact. I think it was, though. And like, yeah, he wouldn't have went 11 years without a win, surely. Mm. Would he? Don't know. No, That's no. why I'm saying, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that he fucking flew out the gates, didn't he? 63, 63. Wow. I was on for me 20 quid. Oh, yeah, you was. Oh, you owe me 20 rate. quid, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was no 72 record broken no. and there was no course record broken. He just, like, put the brakes on, didn't he? 63, 63, 69, 70. Win by four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sort of killed the tournament for me. I hate, I don't hate them, but I, hate, I, I dislike the ones that there's, there's such a command and lead and it just... It's just anti-climax because nobody likes a race for second place, do they? But like, you, you need someone to like start firing, don't you? Out the gate, like I know Varner had a good go, but Varner was too far back. Though we had to go finish him round, but he was too far back to did begin you see with. His, did you see his opening to his? No, I didn't round? see the first bit. No, mate, he tees off right on the first, knocks it ob into the houses, reload, and then the commenting, oh, that's not what you want to see. You don't want to see this. Like he's he's re- he's going back to his bag. Blah blah. It's it down the middle. Knocks one over the green, and you're thinking like double bogey, and then chips it in for bogey, <laughs> and then <laughs> shoots, shoots, shoot, shoot, like and then what does he shoot? He shoots six shot five under. Yeah, sixty six, wasn't it? Yeah, unbelievable. But like that, like yeah, that. I seen his birdie on the last. It was really good, like shot yeah. in and held a decent putt. But yeah, that's his um, that's his highest result of the season. Then. Yeah, Did you see second um, place finish. Um, Ricey at like Grillo was, Grillo there. was Grillo there. Yeah, two, like Ricey's caddy with two and th- like uh, second and third. Brilliant, that is it. Yeah. See, um, see, Stuart Sink tweeted as well, um, 22 years of experience around Harbour Town, although I've forgotten most of the first 15, um, what I still know has led me to some good scores. <laughs> That's what he, he put on Twitter. So he's forgot the first 15, but what he knows led him to some good scores. Yeah. What's he, what was he on there? I don't know. <laughs> Same thing I was on when I was reading it. <laughs> yeah, um, but going back to Varner and Grillo, again, like with the... Um, 
with the the two we mentioned on on the European tour, they're the only two players on the field who shot four rounds in the sixties. So considering how low you can go on that, I was quite surprised with that statistic there. Yeah, you'd expect more of them to be shooting in the sixties, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, four it's, rounds especially if shooting shooting sixty like sixty three, sixty three. It's not a fluke, is it? If you can no, do it twice, no. What's it? so the, the, it's out there, isn't it? Course record was it sixty two, sixty one, sixty one, yeah, sixty one, yeah. And last year's winner was twenty odd under par, wasn't it? What, what, what Webb Simpson? No, don't go there. <laughs> stop, he, stop right now. I think he had the record 22 under. Harbour Town, fuck Webb Simpson. Harbour Town golf links. <laughs> he is a good showing for him though as well, top 10. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, another top 10 for him, yeah. Did you see Webb Simpson's comments after, um, after, like, after the final round? I don't know if no. you, did you make the cut, Webb Simpson? Yeah. Top 10. So oh, there you go. Obviously, did you make top 10, Webb Simpson? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he said that he reckons that the reason that like Morikawa and Wolf and all these people are ready to win straight out of college is because they've got access to Shotlink and they can go back and watch every shot or, and like they can watch full tournaments. Like when he was in college, he reckons he couldn't go back and watch anything. So you don't know what they've done down 18. You don't know what he done on 17. But now you can, on that Shotlink, you can go back and watch every. Don't see where your errors come from. Yeah, no, no, see where the people that won, what they done. Shot links like like on at Augusta where you you see every shot. Oh, okay, right. So you don't miss a shot. Yes, yeah, so you, you don't, don't miss a, a shot. shot. Yeah, okay. So you can go on. You so can you can see the winner watching play eighteen holes, and you can see what every played off the tee. Yeah, where he positioned the ball and everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that happens though? This is what he's saying. Like what? Like what? The way like I've seen Conor McGregor study the fight. Of the, all the all they sit there with the coaches and watch fight tapes. Yeah, I never thought. So of why that, would yeah. you not? If you've got access, you could cut that down to the. Like if you had a, a, a good team around you, you can just watch Dustin Johnson play the Masters and think, watch him hit every shot and say, was, what did he do? Yeah, and, and I plan that into you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's good, good comments, really, isn't it? That is very good comments, yeah. Um, as we're on the RBC, I just want to talk about a few disappointments. Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, no, I don't yeah. know who on that first day played them last seven holes for him. Finno. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been he was 3 under going on to the 11th tee and he shot 7 over for his last 8 holes not, not, not 7 holes last 8 holes yeah um, and then 5 bogeys and 1 double in that space were his only blemishes for the whole round the rest was birdies um, shot a bogey free 66 no 65 6 under on the Friday um, and then he missed the cut by 1 shot I know well it was whoever it was made a birdie to make the cut go to two unders, then he missed the cut. He shot six under to miss the cut. That's a that's a crazy turn of events, isn't it? Mad. Similar to my Batman there on um, Thursday. That you can play six, to Tommy Fleetwood, six yeah. stable for points. I reckon Tommy would have got about six or seven stable for points. He would have, yeah. <laughs> he definitely would have got less. So and obviously we had Casey, Cantley, and Sergio. So you're thinking, yeah. yeah, you'd expect the top guys. I know they can't play well every week, but at a gettable course, yeah. They're normally the best players with the wedges, aren't they? And the best off the tee. So you'd think that these all the top players would go low and get up there, but no, they uh, four four big guys missed the cut there. I've got a couple of touches of um, controversy as well. Do you know? Did you see Siwoo Kim's birdie put? I don't know what hole it was, but he hit it, and it's laid on the edge of the hole for fifty-five seconds, and then dropped in. Oh yeah, and he waited that long. Yeah. And then he put Birdie, walked off, blah, blah. The rules official come over. Like, you need, you're you only allowed to wait X amount of time unless you go to play it. And Kuchu was like, he swore down that every time he, he went to do it, like the ball moved. It was definitely moving. 
and then the rules official said, "I don't care. There's there should be there's a lot of time that you should be deemed to. You have to play it. Like it, no matter if it goes to me, or whatever. You you just I need to take that. it upon yourself. But at the end of the day, not really because it went in. I I don't agree. No, I do because if every time he moves towards that, I know it might make a massive difference. But he puts his club behind the ball, like the, the little draft or the little wind that could all make a difference. With the ball yeah. going in. If he's going to wait there and stop, he should stand away from it. Wait. And as soon as he approaches the ball, he should knock it in. Yeah, as you... Uh, so, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, as you go, then hit. As you, Yeah, as well, that's you go, big, then I think hit. that's what the rules officials are saying. There's, once you go to address it, you, that's you and you're in. Yeah, he should, yeah. 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 He should definitely yeah. because it, even if, or it could even be like as he stands on the ground and the ground slightly moves because he's close to, the, close to the ball. Yeah. That can all make a difference. So I don't think he should be able to stand over it and think, oh, I think that's going to move. Let me move away. Stand yeah. over it again. I mean, if it's so, I haven't seen the, the the instant, but if it's so close, then surely it's going to eventually go in. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and what what happened? Did he get a penalty for well, it? Well, he made baby, and then he walked up and he got he got shot as long as we made par. <laughs> Strange, mad, isn't it? Yeah, but I agree. I agree that he should. No, that, I that should yeah, be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I can see where where she. Kim's coming from as well, where he's he's waited and he's moved and, he's, and then it's dropped in and he's thought fucking yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd be buzzing. Yeah, you would. Uh, another yeah. little bit of controversy as well. Um, do you see Billy Horschel calling for the arm lock grip to be banned? We do this every week, you know. Like take a bogey or a birdie off someone. Oh yeah, is that That's you? Me bogey, that. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lads. Well, it's probably let's move on to that time again. All right then. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie bust. The birdie boogie bust. Birdie bogey bust. Right, before we know what me bogey is, but let's start with your birdie. What's your birdie this week? Me today's golfer issue just arrived, didn't it? That was me birdie <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago. Now my birdie is like yeah, well obviously I'm I'm in this uh, this week's edition of today's this month's edition of today's golfer. You can see me there talking all about the Arcos equipment and how good it's made my golf. But really, my birdie today was how proud I am of the Bogey Boys, me and you together, what we've done, and yeah. like the recognition we're getting. That's that's my birdie. Nice touch. Yeah. Nice touch. I've gone. You're gonna cry there. Nearly. I'll move slow. <laughs> move quickly on. Um, family caddies bringing home wins. That is nice. We had DJ win with his brother. Um, Justin yeah. Thomas got a win with his dad. A couple of like the, the end of last year, sometime when he had him on the bag. Um, and then this week we've had Stuart Sink win with his son yeah. on the bag, and Steve Stricker won on the Tour Champions, the Chubb Classic, with his wife or his fiance, whatever, on the on the bag. And obviously Lee Westwood's had his fiance on the bag and won. Um, hasn't gone as well with his son in the last couple of weeks, but yeah, I just I don't know. I'm mean, for the week, just seeing like them bring it home together. You know what I mean? Nice touch, isn't it? You're not thinking minge bags, no. <laughs> I would if Matt Kutcher put his size of putting someone on the bag, yeah. No, but with these doesn't. fellas, no. Well, it's great that because you're actually, um, in the podcast we done on Friday with Amy Bolden, she was like, I thought that I needed this and I thought that I needed a professional caddy. I thought I had to go out there and, and this is a professional caddy doesn't even know my games. He doesn't know nothing about me. Yeah. He's only seen me in a practice round and, and like, what is a professional caddy? It's, you want someone on your bag that knows you and... Yeah. Can, can say the right things at the right time. Yeah, definitely. Even though I knew Dave, David very well today and then did not give him any good advice whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. You were just there for the bevies. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought I was coming straight home until I seen Shackles. What's your bogey then? My bogey, and you're going to think that I spoke about this last week, but Rory McIlroy went to Tiger Woods' house and Tiger Woods had his 15 majors. Yeah, we did speak about this yeah. last week, yeah. Okay. And the reason that Tiger Woods only cares about them 15 majors is because he wants them and that's what he cares about. But all the other 182, sorry, victories that he's had he, yeah. um, have came because he's not asked. So David Shackley turned up to a PJ North event there. He's not really asked. He turns up free-flowing, playing, wins it. Like Dave, like he 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 was he played well. He had a few great shots, but like one of his chips lands on the green. He went, oh, thank God for that. And I'm like, thank God for that. Wow. Don't what what are you asked about? And then one of the lads who, who we were playing with, he he was one under, and then he had the stupid bogey, and then he lapsed in concentration, and he went double double. Basically, my bogey is like. Like nervous, nervous. Like you need to just let light, like you've got to let it flow and just let let it like let it. It's a, it's a game of golf. Yeah. Like like that's always been the part of golf, the mindset. They yeah. Always yeah. Well, like your mind will always get better, the better of you. Well, that's it. So I, I don't know what my bogey is. Take what you want from that. Yeah. Know what they should do? They should uh, use Bogey Boys Fifty in a checkout and for golf for CBD. <laughs> <laughs> I'll That'll show you them all out. <laughs> But now what it is is it's 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 it, what my bogey is. The, they was concentrating so hard on on doing it, and you, everyone's like, you need to overthinking. Con- you need to concentrate for four and a half hours. And Shackley was like, no, you need to concentrate for about 35, 30 second bursts. Yeah, and then just switch and off. then switch off. Yeah, overthinking. Yeah, it is. It's overthinking, and it's I've, not. On. You yeah. can do it. Everyone does it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Everyone does it. You get yourself into a pickle because. You're, you're overthinking but you don't really need to no exactly because you're not in con- you're, all you're in control of like control your controllables exactly we, we talk about that all the time yeah. all you can control is that next shot yeah I, w- I used to do it all the time I used to step up I'd make a couple of bogeys and I'd go oh, I need a beard you know I didn't need a beard I just needed to take my next shot and see where exactly, it went exactly yeah well, how much you know for the fact yourself if you play around and you're not asking and you're doing things that you're just doing it and you're just free throwing you're not thinking you get in the tournament and it, it, it means more because the scorecards the in the end yeah it means more because there's something else but once your score goes you might as well you need to play every round as if your score's gone before it started yeah I think yeah definitely you know what I mean no I agree but, like, it's yeah, good bogey I don't, I, Everyone who plays golf to a half decent level, even not even people who are just beginning, everybody puts pressure on themselves because yeah. it's one of them sports where you always need to improve. Exactly. You always want, you're always striving to improve. But even the best players in the world want to improve. So you, th- there's always going to be that battle with yourself as to how do I get to that next level? How do I do this? What what needs to work for me? Uh, is it reading psychology books? Is it going to the gym, working on flexibility? Is it hitting hundreds of balls? Is it chipping, putting? There's so many elements to the game. But that's but- fine. That's all fine. Do everything to improve. That's perfect. But once you actually go and play the game, just play it as if you're just playing it. Like it's like you're a kid. Like you're just going and have a knock. Go back like to being kids. Nothing. Yeah. Like if you get up and down, and what? Yeah, do you mean if you, if 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 like you know for a fact like you tap a foot like that goes in, you you concentrate, you're nervous, you're over three footer, you miss it. Yeah, well, like, like going back to what you just said there about um, not getting up and down, don't don't care. It just made me think there on four and six, I had two good tee shots, and then my second shots were poor. 
and the short game, which I rely on most, was even worse. Didn't get up and down on both of them, and they were two silly bogeys. And I still scored well that front nine, and I got onto the tenth tee, and I thought about that. And you know what I said to myself? I said, "Oh, if I'd have made them pars on on uh, on four and six, they'd have been on eighteen points here. That would have been like one of my best returns." Yeah, there's already too much going on in your mind. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. You know I mean? And that's exactly. not the reason that I went blob, 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 but par blob. The reason I done that was just because of it poor shots. But ultimately, I was still thinking about that. Yeah, it's mad. And I only realised I was thinking about now that you've mentioned that, and I've yeah. just quickly thought back to it. But yeah, it's mad. But anyone can recount times where they've thought this and thought that. But I just it was it hit me today when they went, <sighs> got that one in the green. And I'm like, why? Mm. Why are you asked about that? Yeah. And then when a score went, and he, and he, he made a shit hole, an eight on one of the old, and then he was just, it's 222, and he was like, yeah, I lift five foot. Whereas if it, if the fa- if the 222 meant something, he'd be on one an hour and thinking, what yeah. you do, wind, what's happening, what's left, what's right. And he just hit the five foot onto the green, two put done out of there. Yeah. Whereas when he was like five foot three, what do we do? Oh, left, what's right, what's... And there was, he was thinking too much. We say it all the time when you hit a provisional. Where does your provisional exactly, go? Exactly, that is the exactly. Your provisional goes down there, or you make a double bogey. You're more inclined to bury the next. So, in a nutshell, what I've wrote down is concentration. Don't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> Great bogey. Well Great bogey. Great bogey. <laughs> but yeah, so what's your bogey? Well, Billy Horschel moaning about oh, the arm yeah, lock yeah, putter. Yeah. yeah so, what, so, what do you reckon about that? Well. What's brought it to light is obviously Zalatoris, isn't it? Used yeah. it, um, done well. well he's well, he's Bryson, done well, really, but then it? Bryson, yeah, Bryson as well. So Bryson's won twice this year, so okay. Um, it twice. But how many other players are winning each week with exactly. that style? No, none of them. I looked at the strokes game putting for the season. Patrick Reed doesn't use it. He's first strokes yeah. game putting. Um, second, Justin Sue doesn't use it. Third, Louis Ustausen doesn't use it. So statistically, they're the best putters on the tour and, and none that, of them use it I know and he's saying like oh the guys are doing it too well and they, they, they so it what? should be th- yeah and like I challenge anybody to change to that way of putting and just be able to go and hold everything well, you I, have to put the hours in the same way that you put the hours in doing a conventional any, putter yeah do you know you can do a conventional putter you can do any type of putting you want if you work hard enough at it you'll master it I think you know what I'm like with the rules of golf I think that Fucking bring back the chin putters and the belly putters. Like, what's the problem? Anchoring, yeah. What is the problem? What is the re- issue? It's just the... Like, what, like, I mean, no, I'm not saying what's the issue. In, like, uh, that's not rhetorical. I'm actually saying to you, what is their problem with it? What, why, why not? Are you saying that it's making it too easy? Making the game too easy? So what? It's like the it's most it, difficult game ever. Do you know what I mean? Any advantage the, you can get. Yeah, it's like you could, you could master every technique down to a pinpoint and the wind can blow your ball offline. You can, yeah... It, the master of putting is pace, reading the green. Green, reading the greens. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? The different types of grass that you've got in Not different it, yeah. countries going against the grain. And there's even some courses local to here, like look at Heighton and Prescott. You go on that golf course, and because of the, the way it's situated on a hill, a putt will look right to left, but it goes left to right because of the angles that it's on. So, like, there's much more skill, and you've got to take so much into consideration. And he's worrying like, even about. If you're, even if you are the robot thing that shot the ball out straight. You've still got to line the puts up to a, 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 the the right way, otherwise it's not going to go in. Yeah, exactly. And you've got to hit it at the right pace. Yeah. So having it attached to your body, what fucking difference does that make? It doesn't. And that's why it's me bogey. Yeah, and, th- I just, and, and so it should be. If you can gain an advantage by doing something and being clever about how you want to do it because it makes your putter more consistent, mm-hmm. then good on you. Billy Horschel, 
go and do it if you think it's so easy. Do you know what? I liked him after. I liked him a little bit when he was there. And then he went when he was winning. Like I didn't mind when he beat Tommy. And then when he won, I thought, and he was a bit slow. And then I thought, uh, and then now I'm thinking, fuck you. Yeah, fell in the masses as well when I was asked. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you bust? Right, my bust is a bit of a personal one actually, and I think you'll be in, in on this. Okay. So Scott can't remember his second name. We played with today. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying this, I said to him, I'm going to mention this on the pod. Okay. It's in the PJ manual. It says that you're not allowed to have a beard. What? <laughs> it's like, what? It's me and you fucked. That's what I mean. <laughs> sure, I was like, what? You're not allowed a beard. What's He's this? like, yeah, it says like in the in the PJ tour, like like how to present yourself and how to be a PJ professional. No beards. And I was like, fuck off. That needs to go in that fire pit with was, the RNA rules of golf. Yeah, I was like, that's, <laughs> I was like, that is beardist. <laughs> Wait till is. I get the beer brigade out there onto them. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go marching to the PJ's head office. Yeah, fuming. yeah. That's that's me bust anyway. Yeah, no beard, beards. no beards in the PJ's. Surely not. That, it's in the like, it's actually wrote down in the fucking. Uh, that must be ancient though, from like back in the day where it was clean shaven, wear a shirt and suit and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they've just not they changed, changed it. it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you can you can see where they're coming from a little bit because it looks smarter, doesn't it? No, not no, not in this no, day. No, no, I can't. I can't no, see that. A smart, a clean beard with a little bit of stubble. Well, better than the she- full shaven now. Well, maybe hasn't Shaq Lady got a beard? Shaq Lady got a beard, yeah. Isn't he a PJ professional now? I don't know what his game is. You know, he just turns up and wins money. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a winner. <laughs> He's just a man. <laughs> right, my bust is we mentioned it on the European tour. Uh, Max Kiefer uh, finishing with an eight on the par oh, three, no, yeah, par three fifth hole. Um, a fifth playoff hole, sorry, yeah, uh, three times in the water. That would have been his first European Tour win as well. So he's going for his maiden, he's 180 yards, puts it in the water. But it was the other two that went in the water. He'd hit this wedge shot for his, um, it would have been his third shot with the drop. Landed next to the hole, spun off to the sides. Then his next one, he landed even further back behind the hole, spun even further off the hill into the water. And I was just like, wow, that's so unlucky that. Just like stop spinning it. I know, yeah. So that's my bust. Just a quick one. Um, I didn't mention it earlier on because I wanted to save it for the bust. But yeah, is um made an eight to yeah. hand it to to Cantlin. I know, and then he didn't. He, then Cantlin didn't get up and down. Made the bogey, but he had like six foot four. That's it. Yeah, he was ready whenever. Yeah, uh, that's mad. See that um, in like a with, with pressure and stuff. That um, Hayden McCullen, yeah, he. He was coming down hillside and he was like eight under or whatever and he, and he was coming and some fella walked up to him and he was nervous as fuck and he knocked it right out the green on 18 and the, the fella walks up and like shouting like, you can take five from me and you've got it. He just chilled out then and just knocked it up and two-footed and walked off. But he was like, it just sunk, because there's no leaderboards, you know what I mean? There's nothing right. around it. So you he can't know. see, yeah. There's no information. Yeah. So he's piling the pressure, it's again down to pressure and, and being asked. It's, he's piling this pressure on himself to be, and he's scared and it's like, it's a, it's a routine up and down for him. Yeah. But then he, as soon as you know he's got five, he can take five. He's like, oh, I'll chill out then. Just I know I can do that for me. Yeah. yeah. What pressure does yeah. But like even Tiger, when he was in 2019, when he won the Masters on 18, yeah. when he hit that second shot short right, he's come out and he said, your nerves were kicking in. He was like, I knew once I'd chipped that on, I knew I could I could handle a two-puff from there. Yeah, yeah. He said, but if that chip, to get it on the green and such on such a high rise... Yeah. Even the but even like the two but even like like even Matsuyama did the day he was walking up and he had like a, a couple of footer and my putting's been off a bit and I was thinking I'm shit myself for you. <laughs> <laughs> had a little CBD vape. Oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> Calm yourself down. Yeah, um, no, so good birdie bogey bus for this week. Very yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah, 
moves us nicely on to the 1971 Ryder Cup as we continue on this segment. It um, does. Uh, at my place where I went to, St. Louis, Missouri, where oh, I went to them. Um, you've been there, have you? Uh, I've not played the course, no. Uh, old Warson Country Club. Um, I've not played that one, but I know where it is. Uh, Hale Irwin was a member there um, oh, yeah. as a junior before moving on. How big is Missouri? Oh, it's massive. Oh, is it? Yeah. Missouri's the state, yeah, but St. Louis. Like, is. Oh, sorry, how big is St. Louis? St. Louis is fairly big, yeah. Yeah. We were in a place in a town called St. Charles, which was just outside St. Louis uh-huh. um, at Lindenwood University. You can move around St. Louis quite, uh, get, get, you can get around there quite quite quickly. Like, I'll well, get a bus or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the public transport in St. Louis is great, yeah. You can, you can really get around. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Honestly, is there any chance of um, Great Britain winning a fucking Ryder Cup? Like, not with what? this team. Not with this team. Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Lee Trevino and Billy Casper was there as well. Stellar cast for the American team. But it was, uh, it was quite interesting, though, because there were signs of vulnerability going into it because Lee Trevino had a appendectomy is that right yeah yeah there you go what's uh, one of them lad uh, no idea <laughs> uh, some sort of operation I think um, a few weeks before Billy Casper uh, fell in his hotel room and broke his toe sure so obviously two of the main, the main guys in the team were, were injured going into the game um, Billy Casper only played the first day and the second day and had to sort of retire so he couldn't he couldn't do much in the, in the team but it didn't make a difference for Trevino because in his singles match he recorded the highest uh, win at the time in a singles match. He beat Brian Huggett seven and six. Did he? Unbelievable stuff, yeah. Do you know what I'm noticing here? They changed it to Great Britain and Ireland on the next one. 73? Yeah. Okay. It's because there's only about... There's only, there's Half English in the English in the Great Britain. There's team. plenty of Scottish in there. Yeah, loads of good little Scottish contingent in this one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Seeing that, yeah. You've noticed. Didn't stop the Americans whooping them again, though. Whooping them. Eighteen and a half to thirteen and a half. Arnold Palmer went three for three with his playing partner Gardner Dixon. It was actually Arnold Palmer's um, first time he got defeated in a Ryder Cup. He had an undefeated record since 1965 going into this one, and it was Peter Oosterhuis who took his record off and beating him in the singles that, that year. Ah, right. The only other thing I wanted to say on it was uh, you got J.C. Sneed, uh, uh, the nephew, a rather cup legend, Sam Oh, is that his nephew, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made his rookie appearance in the victory and he became the th- they became the first uncle-nephew pair to play in a rather cup. Nice. Yeah, no another triumphant victory for the Americans, um, 18 and a half to 13 and a half. Um, and the journey goes on. Americans. Surely it's coming in for the, uh, a couple of... It is. Uh, you you realise... I didn't realise it was so American. Well, that's what I'm saying. You realise now that the European victories that are happening, like so, like Paris and like... Medina, yeah. Medina and all this, it's like, it's massive in yeah. the comeback of the total. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. yeah course, I, I, I realise. In our generation, when, when we've grown up, We've been quite dominant, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. I've always just thought it's always been even, but looking back through the years, you can see why it, why it's probably changed from GB and Ireland to Europe. And they probably yeah, you need, need, to need some help. Yeah, definitely <laughs> need some help, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the next few years go. We've got GB and Ireland team next time round, so we'll, um, we'll see how that goes, we'll definitely. We'll be sure to review that next week, anyway. We did that. So I know you've done a little quiz earlier, but it's actually my week for the quiz. So I've only got oh, three yeah. questions. Um See, see how you go. This is just a trivia quiz, this one. Um, we'll just whiz through this and see, see how you get on. 
So, question number one. Uh, two golfers have been world number one without winning a major. Can you name them? Without winning a major? They've been world number one without winning a major. Ooh. Do you want a clue? No. Luke Donald. Yeah. And Westwood. Yeah. Nice, well, that. Well Nice. You, you, you no, no, promise you, promise you. <laughs> right, question number two. Um, the Ryder Cup, this is multiple choice. The Ryder Cup is named after English businessman Samuel Ryder. What did he make most of his money selling? Was it golf balls, plant pots, or garden seeds? It's got to be garden seeds. <laughs> Why has it got to be garden seeds? Because who fucking makes any dough selling plant pots? <laughs> You're right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I didn't think you'd get these, Jesus. Um, he originated the idea of selling garden seeds in a small packet and called them penny packets. Oh, right. Yeah. So, um, final question then. This is a three-parter. Um, can you name the players from the following nicknames? So, the first one is the Big Easy. Any else? The Mechanic. The Mechanic? Have I got you there? The Mechanic. I want it to see the... The mechanic, it's making me want to say Martin Kramer, but I'm actually thinking it could be Stenson because his swing's like it's so good. But who is it? Miguel Angel Jimenez. Fuck him. <laughs> and then the last one, it doesn't matter because you haven't won this week. Fuck off. <laughs> no, one wrong answer, you're done. Um, boom, boom. Boom, boom. You gotta know this one. I, I, <sighs> I thought this is as easy as the big easy. This boom. I knew the mechanic would be difficult, but. I don't know. Fred Couples. Is he Boom Boom? It's fucking shite, them last two nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> we move on. I was off to a flyer there, really. Was, I, was, I was worried there. I didn't think Garden Seed you'd ever get that. But No, um, if you, listen, if you didn't give me the three options, it was a process of, it was an educated guess that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would never have got, got, you would never have got that really. Garden Seed. No, I, pots, I, had to give you, I had to give you multiple choices because you're yeah. never in a million years. But if you imagine you said Houses, or something like the golf balls. I know, plant pot was me with a multiple choice. Yeah, it's bad with multiple choice section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah that, that's on me, that. That should be your bogey, that. <laughs> right, so a couple of events to preview this week. We'll start on the European Tour, the Gran Canaria Le Penson Open. Yeah. It's like the British Masters, isn't it, where it's hosted by a player like dude, like I think Danny Willett's got it this year and like yeah Tommy Rafael Cabrera Bay has got yeah. this one yeah Rafael Cabrera Bay he's, um, he's a three time winner on the European Tour and he was actually born in Las Palmas to Gran Canaria so, oh, um, so it makes sense why he's yeah he was always destined as well to be a bit of a superstar because I've read there that he won the Spanish National Championships every year from the under 7s right up to the under 18s what? every year? fact check what? Fact check. Every year. I'm having that. How many years is that? 11, isn't it? 11 years in a row. He won the Scottish National Championship. Oh, he won the Scottish National Championship. I mean, sorry, the Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So Webb Simpson's gone past an hour. Webb Simpson's got the record. (laughs) Don't start again. Yeah, um, the Spanish National Championship every year from under-7s right up to under-18s. You know, haven't I? I mean, I'll have to have it if you're saying it, but I, I, I'm Fact still... Fact check it if you want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time the European Tour has returned to the Canary Islands since 1995. 
um, and it's got uh, this event, and it's going to host the Tenerife Open. The Tenerife Open was the one that was has been brought in to oh, replace. Yeah, yeah. And we said it's replacing the Portuguese Masters, and that's being pushed back to further down the schedule due to COVID-19. Unlike last week, it's a very short course, this one, 6,503 yards, par 70. So we should expect a low-scoring week around the uh, Melanaris golf course, but we don't know much well, about six, it. 65 is, is, like, that's only 100 yards long. I know length doesn't really dictate a difference, but it obviously does because the, the girl shot 28 under there. Yeah, and twenty. When it was a thousand yards shortable. Yeah, and when you think of the when you think of the players that are going to be there, you know, Ryder Cup contender, uh, Ant Anthony Rosner's there. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the first time he's teeing it up since the WGC Dell match play, um, as he continues to work on that Ryder Cup spot. Um, you got the likes of Paul Warren, Eddie Pepperell returning. Um, former winners on tour include Pablo Larrabal, Lucas Biergaard, uh, and last week's winner John Catlin. Um, and obviously Richard Mansell's made the field yeah, as well man. again this week so we spoke about him earlier he had a good show and so hopefully he'll be back up there he was solid tee to green last week so um, be interesting hopefully to see another he good show well yeah if he's good tee to, tee to green when he's got the shorter irons he's going to have a lot of short irons going into these greens isn't he so if any he bombs it I think he was third in driving distance like got an like 315 yard average so he's got the distance to go low round there if he's playing well Right, see, I'm, I'm just looking at the course here, right, and, and the last is, is a short par five, a gettable par five, and yeah. like I honestly believe that if I ever made designed a golf course, I would always make the last a par five. Yeah. Because it just makes it for so much, it makes it so much more interesting. Than yeah, it. eagles. There's, there's eagles, there's, like, I'd make it a proper risk-reward as well. Yeah. Whereas you go for it. Bit like, of water like, like before the Dabby, green. Yeah. You go for it, you're getting your eagle, you're getting your... And I'd make it a bold green as well. Yeah. You go for it, you're getting your, your reward, you don't, then you're not. And, and like, yeah, I just, I love that. Yeah. Like, that part, yeah, that, like, and as you see, the fucking stalemate that happened in Austria there. Yeah. Five playoff holes or whatever it was for the, on a par three. Yeah. And someone has to embarrass themselves making eight. Like, it's like, you want someone to win it. Yeah, you do. You want to go out you want it with two, a bogey. two unbelievable shots into the green. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hole a monster putt. Exactly. That a bit is like easy. my man Rosner done that time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually fucking hate Rosner. <laughs> I knew you'd end up hating him the more I went on about. So no, I love him. I love him, really. Nerves. I love him, really. Yeah, but no, it'll be, um, it's, it's, I tell you what, there's a good field out there. So, there is. Um, I'm looking forward to this one, and I like it when it, it's a bit, not too much of a beardy fest because it can get a bit silly, but I like when, like, this week on the PJ Tour, when you can get to like 18, 19 under par, um, and someone can have like a 7, 8 under final round to win, come out yeah. of nowhere and win. I like I like these type of tournaments where they're quite bunched. I think that's what we're going to get this week on the on the European Tour. Well, definitely. And I've just noticed that um, Toby and Olsen is in the field there as well, like, he is, yeah. as he would be. Yeah. But um, that book that I just, when I was talking about, he went through Eddie Pepper or Bryson, they've just come on to him. A little chapter about his mentality and like everyone saying like he's got everything. His yeah. golf game's got everything apart from the mind. Wow. So I, I haven't got that far, but like that's yeah. it's I just noticed that his name was on the uh, interesting. So, so does it go through all the players, does it? Like Not all of, of them, but it goes through a lot, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's like it's everyone that obviously they know that well, they yeah, know. I think personal. it's more like Bjorn as as like dealt with and they, and like they've got quotes from and like different things. Honestly, it's 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 brilliant. Like I'm gonna download that. Yeah, Use me credit is. wisely this month. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, so then the only other one to to review the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Um, we didn't have one last year because of COVID. 
but it's a doubles event so unfortunately to everyone listening we're not going to be having an order of merit picks this week um just oh. the way the field is and i'll boo but we've got some good parents obviously john ram and ryan palmer defending champions why are they partnered together like I don't know. I'm looking at some of the teams here. Yeah, we'll go through the teams and see what you think. Um, Henrik Stenson teaming up with Justin Rose. What do you think of that one? Yeah, it could be good for the Ryder Cup, couldn't it? Stenson pulls his finger out. Colin Morikawa teaming up with Matthew Wolf, Little team tailor-made. Oh, yeah, heavy. Heavy boys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Tittle Hatton is with Danny Willett. Nice. Solid. Willett's been performing quite well. So, yeah, I don't know. Like... uh, not that Willie, no disrespect to Willie, but like, I know he's won a major and all that, but like, if you want Hatton, you want it, like, I don't know, I'd, I'd use these events as, if I was Harrington, I'd be like saying, paired up with fucking Tommy or paired up with someone that's going to be making the Ryder Cup And do you know squad. what? It's perfect as well because the format of this is better ball Thursday and Saturday and alternate shots Friday and Sunday. Do you know what I mean? So why would you not use that as a perfect runway for the Ryder Cup yeah well this is the only especially being Ryder Cup year yeah well this is the only um, pairs event pairs event exactly so they're not going to have any more team events so yeah you're right it's a good opportunity I mean looking through the looking through the list can't really see anybody else I mean Xander Shoffley is with Patrick Cantley they're probably well, both going to make go. the that, team that's, that's the and Morikawa and Wolf are probably going to make the team but I bet you there's no uh, emphasis on structure or thought behind that from Stricker is there that's just they've just sort of half done that Jeff, I, would, or, or, I think it's I just a, a, yeah I mean it, they've probably just teamed up with the mates haven't they I mean Leishman and Cameron Smith do you know what I mean well, Two Aussies, Aussies, yeah and you've got Louis Eustazen and Charles Swartzel both South Africans obviously yeah. mates um, Hovland's gone with Chris Ventura I'm not sure whether Ventura's from the same place is he well, from that Chris Denmark. Ventura is he Denmark? Don't know, you know. Because Victor Hovland's Norway, isn't he? Not Denmark, then. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I've got Thomas Bjorn on the on the brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, we mentioned him earlier, Harold Varner the Third. He's teamed up with Brendan Grace. And we know from Ricey's show um, that they're, they're close friends, Gracie and Ricey. Well, Ricey so. goes out and does a bit of caddying for, done a bit of caddying for Gracie, and that's, that's how we ended thinking, up getting yeah. on. So maybe that's what's formulated that team, the yeah. partnerships between Remember, Ricey. Imagine, imagine they, they were like, I want Ricey, I want Ricey. And like, <laughs> Ricey had to caddy for them both. As, yeah, you just see them take them both back. <laughs> well, you just can share a set of club, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get DQ'd for having 28 clubs in the bag. <laughs> Ricey's bollocks. Well, that's a mad event, isn't it? It is, it's good. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. It's interesting we talk about foursomes uh, uh, when we was at that party last week, uh, the 60th. I say party. It was like... I don't know uh, where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I know foursomes and parties. <laughs> um, uh, one of the fellas reminded me of a foursomes event that we had at, at the golf club. Me and Danny were playing against um, two of the lads at the club. And I'd forgotten all about it because we were younger. And he says, I always remember it from the 16th hole. I'd ripped a drive, uh, Danny had ripped a drive down the middle, so I was playing the second shot in. And I think we were two up with three to play. So, and I can't remember whether we had a shot or not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Danny's telling me, just get it over Gumbleys and I'll get it on the green and we'll try and make a birdie. And if not, we'll make a par. And I was like, Dan, I'm fucking ripping it, mate. I said, three woods going round the middle of the green here. We're winning it here, three and two, match over. Do you know what I mean? You've got no chance. Um, look, look, oh, just get it over. Shut up, Dan. 
Gets me three words out. <laughs> Fucking straight on the railway. Fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what, like, like, that's the whole story just brought me back. And, like, I want a game of alternate shot, you know. Let's go and have one with someone. Well, we've got a, um, we have a, we have a summer foursomes. That's what it was, that's what it was in. Ah, uh, was it? Yeah. We don't, I don't think we have that at, um... Yeah. We have a summer foursomes tournament. It's off the yellow plates. Um, and it's obviously alternate shots, as, as you know. Yeah, uh, we have that every year. I'm di- I want a game with that, you know, now, mm. like tomorrow, <laughs> whenever, this weekend. It is good fun. It it's is. Hard, like you put so much pressure on yourself because you you don't want to let, let your team play, Yeah, down. yeah, yeah you imagine. do. And like, like the, uh, when he, when we were talking about it, I remember Danny's face like it was yesterday now. Um, and you have to go again. No, no, Danny has to go again, doesn't he? <laughs> no, I mean, but imagine his shot was the drop. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. And he's like, fucking hell. So, yeah, he... Um, so then, Danny, I'll say, Danny, you'll have to go free wood now. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, you have to yeah. get it on the green, and he fucking rips one right onto the green, lad. Fucking hell. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, that's how you do it. Do you know what's mad about that? Oh, you speaking about Danny Jones there, right? I remember if we were playing the 12th of Formby All when he was a member of Formby All years ago, and we were like 16, 17 or something. And I had a Cleveland launcher. No, he had a Cleveland launcher, sorry, and I had a, like a 905. I remember T, this story, yeah. And we both nailed one. I nailed one over, over the corner. Over the, the 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 trees to the fairway, and he nailed one. Like when we were both next to each other, and we looked at each other like, "Do you want to swap drivers?" Like, yeah, we both just swapped drivers, and like I've still got the Cleveland launcher, and that's. You know what I mean? Like, like imagine just swapping drivers with someone like that. It just doesn't happen, does it? With all the technology and how they're all set like, up, it just you doesn't know? happen, does it? Did, would that have, did that have the green Al dealer shaft in it? One of them. My one. Did you? One yeah, of them did. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I do remember. The one that. I gave to Danny did, and then he gave me the launcher. Like it was yeah. fucking mental when you think about it. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the golf this week as we always do. It's a bit different, isn't it? We get to see yeah. a bit. Of, it's a sort of. It's not. It's not a warm up to the Ryder Cup, but it's a similar layout, isn't it? Well, as I said, the, then it should be like a little used as a it should be. Yeah. It, but the be, better balls are always good because you always get really low scores there. Do you know what I mean? There's been fifty nines in the past and sixties yeah. and stuff, so you always get the low scores. And the foursomes are quite interesting because, as you say, there's always a few four cups isn't it yeah you can't it's every shot cup but it was actually um ram and palmer who got the record for four in 2019 65 oh, sorry yeah 2000 yeah 65 the shots foursomes tell me that that's so good isn't it yeah um yes. that's when you're both flying in yeah you yeah hole and putts and everything yeah you've got to be so yeah, I'm looking forward to watching both events. Uh, obviously, yeah, we've got a close eye. I'm going to keep an eye on the Challenge Tour. We mentioned that earlier as well. Um, the Limpopo Championship, part of a, a three-week... I've seen that, that you posted that on um, on the social media there, on Sean Townsend's... That's the Euro Pro. So there's a Euro Pro Tour event, the first one at Luton Hoot. I don't know if it's actually... The, it might be the first one now because that's being pushed forward. But um, whoever wins at Luton Hoot, now because of the sponsors who are sponsoring both events gets an invite to the Challenge Tour event in Netherlands a couple of weeks later. Ah, I right, see. Is that what it was? I was yeah. wondering what was going on. I, seen, I thought, when I half read it, I was like, Down to being invited to the Challenge Tour there or something? No, I, I think because he'd, he'd won a previous event with the trophy, so they ah, just put right, him as the promo yeah. picture. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on the on the Challenge Tour. That's starting, and Big Bomber Wilco Nainabar's over in South Africa playing on the Challenge Tour now nice, as well. So, nice. be interested to see how he fares because he struggled a bit on the European Tour, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He had that near win, didn't he? And then since but then in South Africa, wasn't he? Yeah, and, yeah, and then, then, he, then he went, went, he's went down the boil, anyway. He, he, he fell off a bit, but um, I th- it would have been interesting to see him at that, um, at this course in Gran Canaria because of how short it is. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you never know. He might, he might need, he needs some of them fiddly ones. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't be bombing the driver. Maybe I don't know. We'll see how he gets on anyway. Yeah, but yeah. 
Um, like always, um, apologies, but there's no order of merit this week for obvious reasons because we've got a double event. So uh, if you were going to pick a team uh, out of the teams you just went through, who do you fancy this week? Who do I fancy? Yeah. I fancy Wolf Tell you what we'll do. Morikawa. Okay. Um, double or quits on the 20 quid, you know me? But you know the only reason that I said that is because I can't remember any, any of the teams that you said. <laughs> 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 Go on, double or quits on the 20 what? Double or quits on the 20. This is going to be great in like 20 more episodes when you're like, double or quits on that nine grand. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Go on. Um, yeah, no, whoever finishes higher. Go on then, I'll have Monica Howard and Wolf then because I've said it now. I'll have Xander Shoffley and Cantley. I fucking have, I forgot about them. <laughs> well, Cantley missed the cut. Go on, let's fist bump on it. Go on then, double or quits. You missed. We missed, there we go. <laughs> First, you don't succeed. Um, okay, lovely. So um, that does us for another week on the pod. That does, um, does. Bit of a mad one today because, like, it was just stamped right. I think you were just up. so pumped about. I'm just so pumped about. I, yeah. I'm just honestly. I'm going to say it again. It was really, but like, I'm just so proud of what we're doing and like that we do this every week and we talk and like we're just some, getting started and mate. like sometimes like like we'll be honest with the listeners sometimes like we're late with it sometimes but we we. Like we're, we're growing and we're learning yeah but to be getting the recognition of people saying oh i know the boogie boys oh yeah that's you like like it's it's a, good feeling, it's a nice it? feeling man yeah it is a good feeling, like and yeah. it just shows like anyone else listening like any of like if they're looking on doing anything like, like anything can be done and anything can be started at any age if a pair of knobheads like me and you can exactly, do anyone can do it can't they no but that's it like it, it yeah. is like anything no it isn't like you say you're just getting started the eight months in and we haven't even had a a, a real season in in Europe and UK where we've been able to get out and and watch the events and, and start some. annoying people live face like, to face. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, like, that's when we're really going to share. Really mean. <laughs> Here's them bellends again. I had a bit of practice harassing everyone. Wait till I'm there with a mic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that, it's a like, pleasure as it. always, Kev. It, it really is a pleasure really as always, is. mate. I enjoy it every week, like we always say. Um, we've just done a podcast with Amy Boulden. We've got. Uh, if you've not listened to Justin Parsons episode, I suggest you go and listen to that one because that is oh, it's boss, that. a fantastic podcast. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um, yeah, and we've got more coming um, in the coming weeks. We'll keep. Well, I've, I've I've got the whole of the PGA Tour North lined up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be busy, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> No, we'll we'll keep bringing content as long as people keep listening. So we appreciate your support and just to continue your support, if you don't mind subscribing to the platform that you're listening from and leaving a little comment for us and giving us a rating it all helps towards of course uh, yeah. boosting us as uh, and a if you want early access to the interviews like we haven't said this for how did the patrons still live when they're still getting early access to everything that we're putting on there yeah all the interviews yeah you can either wait for them um free of charge or if you want to support us for four pounds a month right. which is yeah about pounds a week or something like that yeah you can sign up uh it'll help us inside uh, the and obviously our other uh, discount code is bogey is 15 for the golfers CBD if you're interested in them go and um, go and use them get yourself some discounts and more it's, it's to all the point good as well if you've got any questions about the products that you like like this, like this lad at the golf club he went and bought the CBD with the with the discount code and he comes up to me and goes I bought this now like what do we do and I'm like 
Dream, what do you do? Like, shouldn't you be asking me what to do and then buy it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's mad. So, like, yeah. if you have any questions, like, we're, we're, we're rapid on the socials, aren't we? Like, yeah, we'll be right so back to you, no problem. You'll we'll be loving engaging. All message people. golfers CBD if you want to go above us and speak to them. Like, there's do we have the information? You know they're mean? the experts, yeah, but it's obviously, I don't know what their response times are like. Or just listen to the podcast that we have with them and we're sure we clear everything up. Yeah, we do. We clear a lot up on yeah, that one, so. yeah, definitely. But until next time, Kevin, as always, it's a pleasure and we'll be back to review more golf and have more laughs and give more content. But until next time, see you soon. Ciao. Thing.